0: Hello and welcome to Dirt with Dermot and Paul. What are we doing this week? This week we're talking about gardening as political protest. Eh? Yeah. Go go on.
1: Have you been reading the newspapers recently about the rose garden restored by Melania Trump? I
0: was born in 1993. I don't know what a newspaper is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, since the beginning of time, since the beginning of... People creating gardens, gardens have been made for all sorts of different reasons and exploring all sorts of different emotions and some of those emotions involve Stonehenge, Acklehenge, Melania Trump, and loads of manure dumped outside government buildings.
0: Okay, you've got my attention now.
2: <laughs> Dirt: a Loud original
0: Go out! Go out! Go out! What's your name?
1: Dear D- 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 Gavin is an dumb. Okay, ask Berla. <laughs> Dermot Gavin is my name.
2: Uh, how do you introduce yourself to
1: people? Dar- no, sorry,
2: I take it back. You don't have to introduce. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> how should one address you?
1: Well, it's huh? it's complicated. My parents christened me Dermot, but they called me Dermot.
2: That's very confusing.
1: A very bloody confusing. So even Did they
2: do that because you were born in England and that, it, you know, the Brits would find it difficult to pronounce Dermot?
1: No, because we had Declan, Dermot, Connor, Neave, and Emer. So all Irish names. But the others were all pronounced properly.
2: So I should call you Dermot?
1: Anything. I don't care. I wouldn't know what you call it. It wouldn't register with me.
2: I've definitely been saying Dermot. Ga- Dermot.
1: It used to always register when I saw it in the media that Pat Kenny always got it right.
2: He would probably say Dyrmidge. It's
0: quite sexy that. Like a again. proper
2: Dyrmage, like blonish nycofig.
0: Are you calling Pat Kenny sexy? No, the way Aidan said it Oh right.
2: And you know the way, you know, Irish people pronounce like the charity is called Trocra but they say Trocra. Trocra. They add something well, in there. Isn't there
0: something where when we when you go, you go, <gasps> what's that? There's a
2: oh the aggressive. Um, was it your Instagram yes. that was on? Yeah, yeah because I, I go See? yeah 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 yeah. I definitely talk to people and I <laughs> land that into conversation when they're telling me things. And apparently, it's an old woman thing to do. I didn't realize this. Figures. Um. So yeah, I'm channeling my my inner old on. Yeah.
1: This is Dirt with Dermot and Paul. Dirt, a GoLite original.
2: Paul, Go 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 oh, what were you going to say? Well, oh, you were in the middle of saying something there. Oh, he
1: was trying to pronounce an Indian name, and you said, "There's a oh, website." Oh yes. yeah, yeah.
2: There's a website called pronouncenames.com which okay. when well, I worked in news, you'd want to look that up.
1: Let's uh, <laughs> pronunciation of Dermid. Uh, Dermid, Mud rhymes with squid. Oh,
0: foolproof.
2: Okay, usually they there's a a button you can press to hear somebody actually say it.
1: Yeah, there is. There's a MP3 file. Okay, hold on, upload.
2: Oh no, that's asking you to record your name, is it?
0: No, oh, choose file. Take, uh, no, yeah. Oh, no, no one has done it yet. Oh yeah, it's that obscure.
2: Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> put in Cirsha. Somebody must have done that because of Cirsha Ronan,
1: or well, she says Cirsha. They did Cirsha on
0: Saturday Night Live, didn't they?
2: That's right, they did.
0: Cirsha. There is a recording there. I want to play. Well, do you know that uh, J.K. Rowling, when she was writing Harry Potter... Joanne. Joanne. He's an obsessive Potterite. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's allowed. Um, Hermione, when that name was in the first couple of books, nobody, particularly Americans, couldn't figure it out. Just they could not get the pronunciation of it. So in, I think, book three or maybe four they had these visiting students from abroad and they actually made a point in the book to how to pronounce the name phonetically. So thereafter, nobody had to question it because she had the, you know, Pronounce it was put names. In. Com. Ooh!
1: Ooh.
0: That guy sounds like he was hurt doing that.
1: <laughs> Sha
0: I like the background. It's not Saoirse okay I will find you I'm gonna give I you I will kill you do
1: we have the correct pronunciation of your name
0: yes we do <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn this off um. can I give you the name for Californian Poppy although I don't think it'll do it yeah E yep S yep C-H yep S yep C-H yeah O-L <laughs> Z yep. I A computer says no
1: it's giving you the chance to submit the pronunciation of that. Do you okay. want to take it? No, because I can't flip and pronounce it. Well, you can't pronounce.
2: Well, we talk about plants now. Well,
1: I am. I'm trying to. <laughs> Fine. What? Plants. Oh, would no, you like to talk Teacher, about? I have something to report.
2: Okay, come into the mic there, please.
1: Teacher, I have something to <laughs> report. We were walking down the road and we were talking about you. Right. And I think I was saying something how honored you were and how well prepared you always were and oh. how you
0: work very hard this is what he said
2: she's got that parenting excuse hasn't she oh get out well,
0: <laughs> get out of my classroom it, it something like oh because she works very hard when she gets the opportunity to work and then i well <laughs> she has got that parenting excuse. this is what he said <laughs>
1: This is all material for his <laughs> new podcast. Or yours. Parenting. I've got some uh, great
2: material for your new podcast, Paul. I, I hope that your <laughs> listeners aren't of a sensitive disposition. I have lots of stories involving fecal matter, you know. I
1: can do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's got that parenting excuse. Dot,
0: dot, dot. Hasn't she? Question mark. He stopped in the middle of the street, put down his coffee and typed this out as proof against me. That's how much of a... I don't know what you want to call him Shitster Yeah He's waiting Every opportunity If I wrote down everything I can't His solicitor Stopped me from repeating (laughs) Half of what he said (laughs) (laughs) So like It's not fair As I said before
1: This is Dirt With Dermot and Paul
2: So my podcast toddlers What are we talking about today?
1: (laughs) Well you've You've told us What we're talking about
2: Oh yeah We're going to talk about Melania Will we talk about her now?
1: Yeah if you want
2: why not? It's cool. It is. Dermot, bring us up to date, please.
1: So, Melania Trump was the uh, is the former first lady uh, of the uh, United States and she during in the past year revealed that she had redesigned and reinstalled or worked with a team to redesign and reinstall the rose garden which is the iconic garden originally planted by Jackie Kennedy and there was uproar it became a political thing why because gardening and everything that the trumps did and i suppose everything that the bidens do or everything that the obamas do is political so it's interesting from our point of view when gardening gets political but the- then
0: michelle obama came in in cuz they were there at the kind of last recession in 2008 9 10 and everybody at that point got into veg gardening and for the first time in years in that period vegetable seeds outsold flower seeds and it hadn't happened for decades before that nearly since the war and all of a sudden it was fashionable Michelle Obama created a new vegetable garden and the media took it on and she was a wonder woman So. Wasn't she? I I think that's right, but I think
1: the difference is she wasn't taking out plants that were perceived to have been there since the time of Bonnie Mellon, who was the garden designer that um, Mrs. Kennedy worked with, and she used virgin land to create a garden and there was a message behind this it wasn't about the great and the good and the powerful it was about getting school kids especially to eat healthily and she worked with the white house chef and a number of chefs from the washington area to design a veg garden which would be attractive in so many ways to children, but everything that was done was political. Anyway, it's come out. There was a huge uproar because the garden was done. They took out
0: some... Was there a pavilion that they modified, changed? The oh, no, she did that to? also. She did a tennis pavilion. A, created, oh, this was at the same time. She did. This was the work. It was only revealed. Sorry, I've just up the desk uh, just before she left. It was revealed that all this was been done, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and it's done with. No, it was revealed at various times during the Trump presidency that she had uh, re, she had rebuilt the White House tennis courts. She had built a pavilion in the style of that kind of neo-Georgian design of the White House, and that she had. Uh, reconstructed and replanted the Rose Garden. There was a big uproar because, as I say, everything is political. She had taken out some trees that the the landscape designers that she worked with had felt had been overgrown. It didn't look great initially. The lawn, new lawn was rolled out in time for some press conference or some Republican Party event or event that was perceived to be a Republican event which isn't allowed in. in and there was uproar. But in recent times, Jill Biden has given made some announcements from that garden and people said, oh, the garden looks really good. And Melania went back and said, yes, it looks really good because all the criticism wasn't valid because we reinstated this to um, the Kennedy era, to the gardens that were originally planned for the Kennedy era. Interesting for a few different reasons. Because, well, for the first reason for me...
0: I've designed a garden for the White House. Have you? Yeah. And for the second no,
2: reason... No, no, no. Hang on a second. We'll have to talk about that for a minute.
0: Can't. Remember the solicitors I was talking about? <laughs>
2: yeah. What, have you been an NDA or something about the White House?
0: It's
1: a... My own NDA, but yeah, can't. And the second reason is that it is interesting when gardens become political and when landscapes become political and this isn't... The first time it's happened.
0: And the whole point being here... turned around it actually was okay the garden that was there that Jackie Kennedy planted in the 60s I mean that's 60 years ago and to be honest it was a bit haggard and tired and it was getting baked in Washington Sun and it was getting frozen and it was being kind of expected to look amazing all year round because when you're in the White House the whole place has to be perfection and they used to throw in plants to make it look good for different conferences and things but really and truly it's time had kind of came to an end and what they did was probably right
2: so the, the criticism of Melania in that context was unfair.
0: Yeah, in that particular context, I think it was unfair. I don't know. Well, we're not a political broadcast, are we? Yeah. Uh, are we? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Then what do you think about the Trumps? We're both kind of crying, <laughs> middle-aged, liberal
1: Irish sluts, Of course, fair, we're bloody fair. political. Yeah. Not
2: middle-aged about two thirds of this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, gardens can be political and I'm just, I uh, have a picture here showing you something. Paul, what am, what am I?
0: Ooh. Uh, this is very French. Uh, what is it? It's a combine harvester and it, um. it's harvesting a beautiful field of wheat but the field of wheat happens to be in front of the Champs-Élysées. So this is... Or is it Champs de Lysée? When was this? It's happened a number of times. This was 1990,
1: but about 10 years ago it happened again. And it's a guy called Gad Vuel. He had the idea, working with farmers, working with young farmers, on a number of occasions, to protest. But to protest in a kind of visceral way by, in 1990, planting a wheat field all along the length of that iconic boulevard uh, and more recently good. they brought a huge amount of livestock to
0: um, the area. In Ireland we just bring slurry tanks and spread it throughout.
1: Yeah but that's <laughs> protest too. Uh, yeah, it and it's protest, it's agriculture or horticultural uh, protests and I think it's a way. So more recently three hectares, seven acres of nature 150 essential oil plants, 650 grown trees, 8,000 vegetable parcels and 11,000 young trees. All in all, 150,000 trees were planted along this road to let people know, to bring agriculture out of the fields and show the people and demonstrate the beauty of nature, the beauty of farming and let people know the true value of the food we eat. And I think this is going to become a bigger issue because we don't play a, the price, the proper price.
0: For well, we food. want to talk about this in, I think, greater depth because we did talk about it when we were uh, bashing out content ideas. But, uh, yeah, ultimately food is too cheap. Uh but yeah, yeah I'll do it. so that's so that's a big so that's a whole yeah we can't just say that without backing it up so we're going to talk about that in depth
2: well let me and ask you about the protest in Paris because obviously that would take time so it was done in front of people like I want to say guerrilla gardening but it's not really guerrilla gardening if it's sanctioned <laughs> gardening <laughs> of the Champs-Élysées but to make a point I mean this obviously took time
0: like at least six months to grow that crop. Oh, it took time. It took
1: money. It took uh, perseverance, and it took that French flair for display and theatre.
2: And it happened in the nineties.
1: And it happened in the 90s And is it still
2: there? Did no, they take no, it away? No,
1: one weekend. Oh. One weekend. Oh. It it, it it happened for, and they've done it. And the same guy has, who is an event organizer, has done it, a couple of times since. Brought that idea back. It, you have to be dramatic, I think, if you want to make your point. I know in the past Irish farmers have brought cattle or sheep to the city. There's been protests with tractors around St Stephen's Green here to make a point about their anger. They have, I think, let livestock into the offices of the Department of Agriculture on Kildare Street. But something more interesting happened. Do you know about the Ackles Stonehenge?
2: No, I do not.
0: Ackle as in the Mayo Island Ackle.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No.
0: Yeah. Do well, i tell you as much
1: as I can because it's all a bit of a mystery. So remember the days of the Celtic Tiger? And the no. days of the <laughs> collapse of the Celtic Tiger?
2: I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> over,
1: over one weekend... It appears that a developer went to Ackle Island uh, uh, and created this incredible structure at the centre of which was meant to be a tranquil garden. And I'm going to show you pictures of the structure now. Oh, oh, it's like Stonehenge.
2: It's like Stonehenge, but it's done with the kind of blocks from a building site on it, like an unfinished office development.
0: Yeah, it's like Stonehenge, but not pretty.
2: Yeah!
1: Wow!
0: I would disagree with
1: you. I think it you'll put them is, on your Instagram, obviously. Yeah, I think it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty is the wrong way, uh, wrong word. It's certainly architectural. That's a better picture, seeing yeah. it from a, a drone picture, seeing it from a height, and it is a circle. Concrete uprights symbolizing development in this country during that period. Uh, and then cross beams it makes this perfect circle. It was built, I think on commonage without any planning permission and the idea was there would be a garden at the center of it. I think this was created about ten years ago. It still stands there's the a picture of the developer who is alleged to have created it and his name was is John McNamara. He's also a guy that drove a lorry with the world's Toxic Bank and Anglo painted it to the gates of Leinster House around that time. I think the lorry was filled with something. Um, and it's a piece of theatre. Overnight, stretching the mark, but work started on the structure early on a Friday morning, was completed in darkness by the Sunday evening. To do it in a weekend was... An amazing achievement, 30 trucks carrying precast concrete um, created this structure 15 feet high, circumference of nearly 100 metres and it stands on a hilltop hilltop in Polla, overlooking the village of Kiel.
2: And and there's a garden in the middle of it?
1: It was planned for a garden. The structure had been built to sync with the sunrise on the summer and winter solstices in March and September. It was. It's believed that the sun will rise, and shine through the gaps between the stones, and to light up a centerpiece on the side. So that's political pro- protest. What in a was way. he
0: doing or saying there, though? Well, he.
1: I, I think that's part of the magic of it, and I'm surprised that neither of you remember this. Or when did it happen? Was it
2: uh, in 2008?
1: Ten years ago, I would reckon.
2: 2011.
0: Maybe.
1: Yeah, around that time.
2: No, oh, I, I didn't know about it. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't know about it. And I was a,
0: at my deb's. It's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all year
0: literally this day last year was my day ten years ago yeah the thing thinking up this morning or now who did you bring to your dad can't tell you what what I don't know if I brought anyone it was far more fun on your own
2: oh I was going to ask you what corsage you gave her no I didn't bring anyone yeah f***
0: that
1: were you the only one without a partner no no there was a group to go on your own is that a brave step not if there was a group for you I don't know. Looking Are,
2: back, I don't think it would be a brave step, but probably in the moment, probably it would.
1: Well, yeah, but it was... Uh,
0: you know... Was this an official Debs? I think so. I mean, I, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, anyway. the
2: Debs was all about being, you know, coupled up and getting the photo and everything. It shouldn't have been about that, but it was.
0: Well, that's the whole... Yeah, it's like Love Island, but for leaving certain students. He's not wrong. It is the full six weeks
1: of Love Island in one night, isn't it?
2: That's a really interesting metaphor.
1: Yes, because you couple up, you move on, you go back, there's tears, there's, gas
2: there's joy,
0: there's ga- gas everything. But where's
2: the vomiting and the... Um...
0: That comes about four. <laughs> <laughs> At which point you've been kicked out of the <laughs> and
1: you're on the...
2: And the cocktail sausages.
1: In case you're <sighs> listening outside of Ireland, Debs is like
0: prom.
2: Yeah, but I'd say it's...
0: No, I don't think it's great like that
2: there's always somebody arrested at it or the one I was at it was because he pretended to be holding a gun at the uh, one of those bowling alleys that opened late
0: what
1: <laughs> where was this? It?
2: it was a Tala or Stillorgan. it was one of those bowling alleys and they had security on because it was obviously silly o'clock in the morning and this bus busload of 18 year olds arrives up in their gowns and their tuxes but they're absolutely mangled at this point and this fella decided he pretends that he had a gun for some reason and what school
1: did you go to, Edine?
2: No, I can't I can't divulge.
1: Anyway, I think we've the first two. We have too much. We we'll really cut this.
2: <laughs> gardening as protest.
1: So gardening as, as protest has been I, I like it. Whether it's a garden design, whether it's an overall scheme, whether it is in the White House which would be a national monument, or whether it is creating a garden on a hilltop in on an island off County Mayo at least it's gardens that are saying something and stand for something and gardens that make people think because for me and just me personally we all love beautiful gardens as a place of escape but gardens that make you think or inspire action or make you allow you to remember and that idea of the stonehenge garden in Ackle made from poured concrete the fact that the council who said, that has to come down, that hasn't has to come down, that has to come down, still hasn't taken it down 10, 11, 12 years later. The fact that the it's placed in alignment with the sun during summer and winter solstice, I think it's quite an amazing thing. You can, for yourself, decide whether you think it's a
2: thing. Is it gardening?
1: There was to be a garden at the centre of it. Okay. So it's monumental. It has the elements of landscape It works with nature because of its location, because
0: of the solstice. I personally think that Mayo County Council should bring a high Mac in and level the whole thing because I don't like it. You were saying about gardens should make you think, but I like gardens that don't make you think. And my idea of a garden is to go into it and just switch off from the world and not to have to think and not to have to... We were talking about this in terms of uh, Shakespeare earlier on and how, as humans, we tend to overanalyse everything. You know we sit this man 400 500 years ago wrote this play and now in every single exam at the end of every year we analyze it in pages and pages but i mean he could have been just writing a brilliant piece of work and why do we have to over analyze everything why do we have to over analyze a garden can we not just appreciate gardens as beautiful spaces that we can as you know I, I i'm more of a craft gardener go out there potter away enjoy what you're doing get enjoyment from the creation of it from keeping it looking amazing and just forget about the world forget about all the crappy things in the world to go into a garden and just switch off I think we can for 99 percent
1: of gardens but gardening is also an art form and it also involves the intellect and it would be strange to suggest that this is one art form that you can only deal with serenity tranquility and beauty and not with Dante's Inferno or political issues of the day or that gardening was the one area, the craft or the art of gardening was one area that you divorced from tragedy, from political statement from the events of the day so of course I agree with you and we all love beauty and need beauty but it all gets people thinking about what gardens are for. Do you not believe, Paul, there's a place for political segment in a garden, or expressions of other emotions other than tranquility, beauty, or joy? No. <laughs>
2: Dirt, with Dermot Gavin and Paul Smith, a Go Light original. Go out! Go out!
0: Go out! What's the most massive living thing on the planet? <laughs> what's so funny uh, it's I'm big... getting bored is I... this your segue? yeah yeah I was so over that like oh come on now yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Grand, uh, great, whatever
2: you have the floor
1: Paul
0: <laughs> it's a tree that you heard about on a podcast this or some octogenarian Lord told you about last week no it's not um, it's so good it is make. I know what it is well, what would you think the largest? It's thing, a tree. Thing he heard about on a. I'm not a, asking audible. you. You did ask me. You looked at me. Yeah, asked you're only, he's on one now because I cut him off <laughs> in the middle of his rant that it was going nowhere. <laughs> Bloody right.
1: The oldest or the it biggest. It was going somewhere because Aiden was listening intently. If we were making eye contact. She was thinking there's something
0: in this.
2: Yeah, but we have we have to move on now because yeah. Paul made us.
0: I yeah. was nodding off anyway. <laughs> it's a very hot studio so I've given you the answer it's a tree well I want Aideen's opinion what's the largest living thing in the world
2: the largest living yeah would you
0: say like a blue whale or something like that or would you think
2: sequoia or something no Uh uh,
0: it's not as weird as that the weird thing is it is a tree but it's a tree that's very common and in fact a tree that grows here in this country it's a poplar oh yeah it's a poplar Poplars spread if anyone has ever cut down a poplar tree in their garden they will know that they spread by suckering and they actually produce suckers of the parent tree often if they get damaged in a storm or something they kind of reproduce what and do you mean suckers another. so if, like
2: an octopus has suckers
0: no, so sucker in horticulture, we need to do a horticultural, uh, what what's you call Crash course. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, but perennial. like a, what's the word, like a demystifying, a de- what's the, simplifying, what's the thing, breakdown, what do they call Debrief. it? Debrief. Yeah, but like, you know, 10 different words that don't make any sense, like a herbaceous, perennial, and a, you know, a sucker, and a clonal propagation, and all this rubbish. Oh God, What do you okay. call that?
2: I just—I'd find that so boring. Sorry.
0: Oh. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Can you here. just
2: give me the the, the cliff notes?
0: <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it's like that, is it? Uh, no. So this is a poplar, and it is huge. But and
2: what's a, the sucker? Sorry. A sucker
0: is if you have a big tree like a poplar, yes. and it will often send out little shoots that are actually connected to that main tree. And it's basically another way of it spreading. OK, um, gotcha. And big trees do it. Uh, suckers come from things. Hazels, sucker. Lilacs are the one that everyone has in their garden. That suckers a lot. Um, you just see little mini plants popping up nearby. They're
1: wiry little branches that are a bugger if you want to get out.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not particularly nice. And in horticulture terms, they're not particularly attractive or desirable. But in this case, this tree has taken advantage of that. And it has produced these suckers. And this one plant is, guess how big? Tall or uh, tall? It's only ever about eighty-five, ninety foot tall because poplars aren't particularly big or old trees. But how wide? How much has it What's spread? What's it spread? Oh, do you think? oh,
2: okay. So it's about ninety feet high. Did you say? Yeah,
0: yeah, roughly.
1: I'd so, say it spread the size of Iceland.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Uh,
0: n- well, no, you're just being
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: size uh, of Carlo.
1: You didn't like my story.
0: No, no, it's the size of a small farm, but it's still pretty oh, big. Wh- what to let that? Then? Well, a small farm. It's 106 acres. If you had 106 acres in your back garden, you'd be doing pretty well. That so is pretty big. Okay, that's a this is one tree. tree. It's so big that it's actually been christened a name, and it's been christened the name Pando. And the reason is Pando is the Latin for ice bread, because this one tree has been growing. They reckon it's been grown for. They don't know. It's there so long, it's. Sort Where of is it, sorry? In Utah in Utah. Is is Utah? Utah.
2: Utah. <laughs> Utah.
0: Utah. We had this the other
1: night on the Instagram thing. Utah. Utah.
2: Utah. Like the US state. I thought you were talking about some county in Sweden.
1: No, it, it, I thought it was a Harry Potter reference again. Utah. 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 U- Utah. U-
2: Utah.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's reverse. Back up and we'll do this U-ta. Utah. Utah. No, Utah. Good. That's simple. Um, Capital Salt Lake City. <laughs> is it? I didn't know that. Where is it? Is in like middle America? Yeah, the sort of- West. Okay, and it's huge. It's determined to be the single biggest living organism by uh, different people, and it's all got one massive underground system. Um, it's where is it? It occupies 108 acres, and the whole thing weighs about 6.6 6 million tons. How did I know? Oh no, 6.6 6 million kilograms. Sorry, not tons. <laughs> Isn't that Still pretty heavy. <laughs> it's pretty big. How well it's estimated. Um, and they reckon that it's actually several thousand years old, and it's been there forever, and it just keeps popping up, popping up, popping up, and it kind of will nearly go on what's ad infinitum kind because of it keeps forever, it continually it's propagates itself, regenerating,
1: yeah. in a way by sending out these suckers, yeah,
0: yeah. But in effect, it's one tree, and if a particular disease comes along, there's diseases the whole time. Like we have our ash trees are getting ash dieback disease at the moment, and if that particular, if another disease comes and affects poplars, and it affects this particular poplar, it will mean overnight that this entire forest will get wiped out. It happens with bamboo. Bamboo forests over in parts of Asia where they are. Bamboo after it flowers will die. So if you ever see a bamboo flower in your garden, you can joy be joyous and be like, oh, this is amazing, but it will die. Oh. Now and they rarely,
1: they rarely, rarely, very, very flower. rarely
0: flower. And if the flower in your garden comes on a bamboo, it will mean that wherever that bamboo was originally from in the world, wherever it is, they're whether all it's dying. in the forests of Asia, at the very same time, they're all dying because they basically have a genetic inbuilt code and a countdown timer and a bamboo no. plant from the minute it's born, kind of, you know, the day dot comes and the day it dies, the day it flowers in your garden in Nace, it will also die so in why the didn't forest. So why
1: didn't you start with Africa? that story, which is much more interesting than a small nation. <laughs> what do you mean? Sized tree. That's the, Both of them are flipping fascinating. Because I had, I planted um, a hedge of bamboo in my garden in London and it all
0: flowered amazing,
1: yeah. And to, to realize what was going to happen, number one, after a year after installing this beautiful hedge, uh, and to realize it was also happening in the Orient, yeah, where the
0: a bit annoying if you spent family. a vast amount of money it on was a big bamboo, so hedge. bloody annoying, <laughs> so bloody annoying. And,
2: and did you know where it had come from?
0: No, it came from a nursery. And they would okay. have taken divisions of divisions of divisions going back potentially hundreds of years. But eventually the clump of bamboo in this forest will die. And when that happens, it will also die in your garden.
2: So how long do bamboo trees oh, typically live?
0: I think 80, 90, hundreds of years. Yes. Wow. So think
1: of how unlucky you get if the time is up. It's like that millennium clock. Do you remember <laughs> that thing, the countdown <laughs> where all our computers are going to go? Oh, it's the Y2K. Like I thought yeah.
2: you were talking about the, the thing in the Liffey oh, in Dublin. remember that? Yeah. The dong and the dung, Yeah. the chime and the slime, the millennium clock. Do you remember that, Paul?
0: No, it was a I countdown to two thousand 2000- by the Liffey, which is the, <laughs>
2: the <laughs> spire. They
0: built that after the millennium.
2: Stiletto and <laughs> <in> the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unreal names. <laughs> no, the clock was in the Liffey to count down to the year two thousand, and then oh. I mean I, I don't know, six months out, the it the was already gone. In
1: the jacuzzi was up the street.
0: It actually went. Like I, 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 well, it was, I didn't realise it's It happened. was one of those.
1: It was exactly like the digital lock we're looking at in the studio but it had these oh, yeah. aerials sticking up.
2: God, I don't remember how it looked at all. Yeah, yeah, I but don't. I do remember it stopped working well in advance of New Year's <laughs> Eve 1999.
1: <laughs> Where were you New Year's Eve 1999? I
2: was at a cracking house party. And I was 17 and it was brilliant.
1: So was I. I was at a deck in 62... Ran road and we went out and
2: I could honestly say it was one of the best New Year's Eves I ever had you know most people said it was the biggest letdown they ever had oh, oh. I had a
1: brilliant night
0: who was he
2: um, I shall not divulge any names
0: didn't marry him obviously <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're, we're digressing again back to the bamboo
0: <laughs> <laughs> bamboo bamboo yeah it's great stuff um <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah, that's bamboo, the, 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 well, That's flowers. pretty much the that's whole point over. of that, that,
0: yeah. uh, you know, you can have a plant like a bamboo and it can spread and spread and spread and spread and be taken all over the world. And in that particular case, it never forgets where it came from. It never forgets its genetic code. And the whole thing is they're all clones. So if I was to take a chunk of Dermot Gavin's arm and stick it in a pot and regrow it, I would regrow in that pot a Dermot Gavin somehow. Uh, but it's all clones. It's like Dolly the sheep. They're all clonal uh, you know, things of each other and that's the whole point that all these things are genetically identical clones.
1: One day when he's not here can I go back to this thing about gardening being a political statement and gardening, true gardening being able to express all sorts of other emotions? Yeah, if yeah. you like.
2: But before we do that will you tell us about the White House? Dirt, a Go light original.
0: Oh, 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 oh. What? Can, can we ask <laughs> question? What's the most common garden question do you think Producer, Aideen.
2: Oh, would it be something I'd ask? Like, why do I keep killing everything?
0: No, not... Think of it a little more in terms of someone who knows a small bit about gardening, or... There's a lot of... How
2: do I stop slugs from eating my... X, Y, Z.
0: It's definitely on the list of most asked questions and it bugs us immensely when people ask some of these questions because we literally have to ream them off again and again and again and again. Uh, That's one of them but it's not the one we want to talk about because it's actually (laughs) a very boring thing and...
2: uh, (laughs) We've talked about it here because Yvonne from Dubai sent us the question so actually you did address it in episode one. We
0: did, yeah. So if anyone's
2: listening now and wants to know the answer go go back back and find episode episode one. one.
0: And we talked about wisteria not flowering which is another one but I think one of the top, probably four or five questions is when do or how do I prune my hydrangeas? Because as a nation, we are utterly obsessed with hydrangeas to the point that we just don't get it, do we? Because okay, they're lovely plants. I'm, but I'm still political protests
1: and everything. Like that, oh yeah, so yeah. No yeah. Point so in in Maple, but yeah. <laughs> are you saying that there's no? <laughs> <thing Marking. this? laughs> Are you saying that there's nobody listening who'd be interested in the psychology behind gardens making intellectual segments other than being
0: pretty? No, no, I'm sure those I'm dozen people will I'm love it. I'm talking to you.
2: Oh, no, I definitely think there are people wondering that, but we're on the hydrangeas now.
0: Okay. You, you
2: have the floor, Paul.
0: Basically, if you don't want to prune your hydrangeas, you don't have to prune your hydrangeas. Uh, there's a few different types, and this is where it becomes important, and that's true of every plant as well, by the way, the not pruning thing. If a plant doesn't need if you don't if you're not sure about pruning it and you don't need to prune it then don't because pruning a plant is very much a kind of you know our solution to a problem in nature plants aren't pruned we prune
1: for a few different reasons it might be because of the size of our garden it might be because of the health of the plant it might be because of productivity of flower or of fruit
0: yeah, and with hydrangeas it's all about flower. And if you prune certain hydrangeas, you will basically lose the flower. So those old ones that everyone's granny had in their gardens, the mophead hydrangeas, Hydrangea macrophylla. They look amazing. They comes in blues, they comes they come in blue. <laughs> <laughs> They come in blues and pinks and all sorts of colours. Uh, Depending on your soil, if your soil is acidic, they'll come out a nice deep kind of cobalt blue colour. If you have a more limey soil, they tend to be more on the pink side. But
1: the point is they flower on the previous year's growth.
0: They do. So So if you prune off so the previous year's growth, think of
1: new stems that are appearing this year. Those stems will produce the flower on the tip of the stem next year. So if you take away those stems... You lose your flour for next year.
2: Also, oh, you're interested in talking about hydrangeas now.
1: I just can't oh, listen to him so... for another half hour going on about this. So, if if it's I bit... cut through and explain clearly in an erudite manner, we may retain some listeners.
0: <laughs> but we'll lose the Carlo edge. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how you prune your mophead, head, your hydrangeas that your granny has in their garden. And if in doubt, don't prune them. But you may need to prune them to reduce them by size. And the whole thing is, if you do that, open them up. Kind of think of a cup shape. So have the middle of them a little bit clearer. Have about a third of the stems taken away so they're not congested to allow airflow, which is important. Take away the Ds, the dead, the damaged, the diseased and the dermids. Uh, they're always (laughs) the things you have to watch out for when you're gardening and the final point being uh, yeah if in doubt just do not prune it at all and just take away last year's flower heads the other type of hydrangeas that lots of people grow particularly if you live in some of the nicer suburbs of dublin are the newer ones that you see, the big white ones, which are hydrangea annabelle very classically, but also the hydrangea limelight. And they're all different species of hydrangeas. There's paniculata, there's arborescence, but what they all require in terms of pruning is the same, and that is they flower on growth made this year. So if the plant has begin began to grow in 2021, with new growth in spring, begin it will began, Begun. Begun. If it had begun growing in 2021, On this growth, it will flower on this growth. So that growth it made in March is now producing the flowers in September, and the whole point being, if you want to cut these back, you can actually cut them to the ground. If in doubt, again, do not prune them because they will still flower. But if you want to keep them small, compact, and in a you know really relatively small suburban garden, chop them to the ground, and they will re-flower every year without fail because they flower on growth made this year. And it's as simple as that. If your big white blousy ones, cut them to the ground. If they're the old-fashioned ones your granny has. Don't prune them or prune them by just reducing the amount of stems because you will lose flower. Yeah, but our friend
1: who's on Instagram under oh well we went to visit her garden um, earlier in the series, uh, Peter, uh, Peter O'Connor then in Ballinskelligs where the festival is happening. She has the most amazing hydrangea walk. I've posted videos of that on my Instagram, and she so lazy she never prunes any of her hydrangeas. Which are of a type.
0: But they're all of your granny's type. So they're they're your I keep saying this, the granny hydrangea, the one that all everyone's granny had in their front garden. And
1: there are few better looking hydrangea displays in this country. Never print.
2: Dirt with Dermot Gavin and Paul Smith, a go-light original.
1: I can't believe, Paul, that you weren't interested in those philosophical musings about... Actually, I can believe, because (laughs) the idea of gardening as a form of protest just doesn't interest you.
0: Well, it began to interest me a little at the start, but it got a little bit monotonous and, you know, oh God, just... I want to talk about pretty plants.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, we did a little bit of that too. What's happening next
0: week? Are we going to talk about pretty plants?
1: Well, we are. We're going to get out of the studio and we're going to Montanotti. Oh, they're allowing us down to Cork. Down to Cork. See you then. Bye.